0: Welcome to the Dad Bod Pod, the Corona Chronicles Edition, Volume One. We've got Zach Robbins on the line today. Zach, how's it going? Going great. I would have called it
1: the quarantine, but I like your Corona Corona Case Edition. That works too.
0: Is I was just trying to work in some alliteration. We we could go quarantine the quarantine quarterly. I don't know. That... See, I, feel I mean, like... at this rate, we might as well
1: plan it. Put it on the calendar, quarterly.
0: I mean, I've pretty much thrown out the invite to everyone of, hey, listen, I'm here. You're presumably in your home. You know, if anybody wants to talk at any point in time, we just hop on here. Uh, Zencaster, which is our platform that we've been using for the remote podcasting, uh opened up the hobbyist level so without any type of paid subscription we now have unlimited hours we can have unlimited guests whereas previously we were capped at three so you know we can have people jump on 15 minutes over lunch whenever it is at nighttime put the kids to bed jump on a pod at some point in time can we get everybody in the league on the pod at the same time that's the dream but uh you know, today we've got Zach, and I don't want to. Sound... <laughs> we start.
1: We start with one person,
0: I, and then we I don't, work our way up from there. Right. I I don't want to sound bitter, like oh, uh, all I got was Zach. That's <sighs> that's not what I'm trying to do here. But like, right. but people are s- social distancing. They're basically quarantined and still not coming on the pod. That's that's suspect to me. I don't get it.
1: Maybe they think the corona can actually travel through the
0: airwaves. You know, just looking at some people's uh, risk aversion to trades and potential trades, I would say that this is a very cautious uh, group when it comes to those types of things. And maybe it is an abundance of caution, not trying to get the the virus via the internet. Yeah, and you want you want to you want to talk about that right now? Which part? Oh, the global pandemic. No, the, the
1: who who are specifically calling out the those that have um, muted the dad pods.
0: Right. So there there's a couple things to try to unpack with our lackluster participation tonight. Um, you know, the group me is not peak group me days. You remember the days of hundreds, maybe even thousands of messages. Uh, people would walk away from their phone for an hour and then come back and be like, this is overwhelming. I can't catch up with this if I just read it for the rest of the day. So we are not at that level of participation and, you know, maybe everybody's busy tonight, but we do have a number of people that have muted the group me and, uh, you know, might just not even be aware that there's a global pandemic or that we're podcasting during this time. So, uh caleb fleming i really thought he would be here tonight it's only what two o'clock three o'clock in sweden in the morning feel like he should be here maybe he'll show up at some point in time you know i'm, I'm looking at everyone's um
1: avatars or profile pictures right now in group me and his is very fitting right now it's a very fat looking photo of ben roethlisberger very
0: um very fitting for caleb right now have you seen a recent picture of Big Ben? I have not. Oh, man. His face does not look like that.
1: Has has he gone on a diet or the opposite?
0: Uh, it's, it's not really the weight. It's just the mountain man beard. Oh, the beard. Right, right, right. Oh, my. Yeah, that's... He's not clean shaven.
1: I mean, I knew he had a beard, right? He had a beard when he was playing, but that it's is... Bigger. Wow. More he voluminous. really looks like he belongs in West Virginia, which, by the way, was the last state in the United States to be diagnosed with a COVID-19 case. So he he might be good there.
0: Possibly the safest place in the country. But no one's safe. Let's be real. Yeah. Stay inside. Come on the pod. That's our public safety announcement. He uh, he posted uh,
1: via the Steelers' Twitter Stay at home message from Big Ben Seven.
0: It's just I will play it for right now. Hey
1: everyone, Ben Roethlisberger here. Just wanted to take a moment to make a quick video to let everyone know that we're doing well here, locked down in the house, and um, let everyone know we're thinking about them and praying for everyone. And um, if you absolutely have to leave your house, which we encourage not doing, but if you have to, I just hope everyone practices good social distancing. There you have it, from Ben Roethlisberger, a.k.a. Caleb Fleming, from Sweden slash West Virginia.
0: Yeah, thanks, Ben slash Caleb, for coming on the pod. But yeah, Caleb's muted, Cody's muted, Drew's muted, but Drew's liked some, of, some messages recently. I saw some likes come through from him yesterday.
1: Which is surprising for someone that has not actually participated in the league for a whole year.
0: Technically so not. Everyone a- else should feel ashamed. Yeah, definitely using him as a shaming tool for everyone. Yep. Uh, Robert Cunningham, muted. He was participating yesterday. Uh, that that video of Knox not napping, hilarious. Uh, Traco, muted. You
1: know, come to think of it, we could have kids on the pod. There's nothing to prevent us now that we've got ZenCaster with unlimited. Unlimited. We can have we can not only have everyone from the league, we can have nameless wives and kids. All at the So same there time. should be no excuse for everyone taking care of their families if their families can just be on the pod.
0: And we we were talking about this before the pod too, like at this at this time of night, the kids are asleep. Let's be serious. And, and if, if they're not, you're a terrible parent. I'll say it.
1: Set it here first, on the record. Jamie Schleicher,
0: you're a terrible parent. If your kids are not asleep right now, at the time we're recording this pod, 3 a.m. in Sweden, you're a bad parent.
1: Especially Caleb Fleming, aka Ben Roethlisberger.
0: But uh, who who knows? You know, give this social distancing, semi-quarantine situation a week, and you know people might be boarded out of their minds and ready to come on the pod. So
1: literally the last resort for everyone will be this pod.
0: Right. But it, you know, could save them from the break- breaking point.
1: What is the breaking point when you're quarantined, Jamie? What is your breaking point right now when you're quarantined? What would you do if you reached your breaking point?
0: So just taking a few things into account, one being my job. One being my personality, one being my lifestyle. This transition is probably 99% easier for me than most of the country. You know, like this is this is not a trying time for me personally, and my breaking point. I, it, it's hard to even throw one out there. Like I, maybe two years. In two years, I'd be sick of this. Un, okay, know. so unpack the
1: the lifestyle slash personality part of that. Tell me, tell me why this is not a a, a big transition for you?
0: Yeah, so the personality side of things, I'm a pretty even keeled person. Really? I I would say that. Shocked. That is. I see you mean. as very eccentric
1: and off the wall, crazy.
0: Yeah, emotionally volatile. Um, right. You know, just very instinctive and flies off the
1: handle easily talks too much yeah gets angry easily
0: yeah prone to rash decision making right wild wild swings of aggression things of that nature um but when i'm not doing those you know I'm, outside of those situations i'm pretty even keeled you know staying moderately in the middle away from those swings. So that type of thing, I think works in my favor Two, If there's, you know, a a situation, whether it's an emergency or like a drastic change, something like that. Once I have like a clear directive, like I understand what the situation is and you know, that's not going to change at that point. um, You know, I, I'm, I'm pretty good at accepting that and mm-hmm. doing what I have to do. Um, the last part of the personality piece I would say is probably like delayed emotional reactions. So it's, it, it just takes me a while to process emotion mm-hmm. and um, you know, that helps with that part I just talked about, about like responding and reacting and doing what I have to do. And, you know, when I get a chance to like, go back and be like, oh, what was happening emotionally and working through that often through writing or, um, you know, some other creative pursuits, you know, that's when I really take the time to process what I was going through emotionally and being like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So I think all of those kind of help. And then the lifestyle side, being on the introverted side of the spectrum, um, you know, I like being home where my things are, where my stuff are. Um, It's a very comfortable environment for me. I enjoy cooking, so like I'm eating well. Uh, Some other pursuits are like learning guitar and playing music and writing and reading and trying to learn Python, all of which I can do at home. So a lot of my hobbies and interests and things like that are are things that I can do here. And then- But but tell me,
1: Does your roommate not get in the way of any of those things since you're both stuck at home together all the time?
0: Uh, I mean, we we have our own rooms, so... That's surprising. Yeah, we thought about bunk beds uh, so that we could have an office and then Mm. bedrooms, but, you Mm -hmm. know, decided decided against it. You know, each have our own space that we can go do things. Uh, We each have our own bathrooms, so... You know, when we want to be social, we have our living room and kitchen, and when we don't, we can retreat, close our door.
1: But speaking of said roommate, who has the least excuse to not be here right now? Uh, I would
0: would say it's my roommate and co-host, Matt McNichol.
1: Because he literally lives with you and has no children.
0: He lives here, has no children, should be isolating and quarantining right now we've had slightly different approaches to that i would say and uh so he's out right now just spreading
1: spreading his germs all over charlottesville
0: yeah i think he's on spring break in florida actually mm-hmm. got it so he's just that makes sense. key largo yeah he's he's not letting this loan down in the least so
1: he's probably immune right
0: young and invincible it's, mm-hmm. it's like being immune but you know you still spread the virus to other people right right
1: right right. good job matt we're proud of you out there keep doing your thing keep being you,
0: Hope you get know, that's all the only you got in these trying times is being you so true um but yeah and then in addition to all those things i would say like with Zencaster allowing me to pod with all of all of my friends, not putting <laughs> limits there. Uh, I've been on Zoom meetings. Like I would I would say my non face to face interaction with people has, you know, increased pretty dramatically here in, in the past week. So mm-hmm. probably getting more social connection than than I was previously. That's actually
1: probably why why you'll break, right?
0: Too much connection? Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, like, I I can walk away from my phone. I can walk away from my computer, and I have a global pandemic as an excuse for mm. why why I'm not doing those things. You can just say that you're feeling really ill
1: all of a sudden, and people
0: will give you a break. Yeah. So many excuses available <laughs> at, at my fingertips. Sounds like the right thing to do. So sure, like if I really wasn't allowed to travel anymore, and really really go anywhere I'm, I'm sure there would be a breaking point at some point but
1: but yeah, you're not isn't that, it, isn't that where we're at right now
0: uh i mean like i'm i'm going outside and walking every day okay you know and if i see my neighbors across the street you know talk to them on their porch maintain like, way from a distance yeah ten ten 10 feet you know that type of thing so it, it's not yeah. at the point where you know you can't go outside your house at all you can't not talk to anyone that type of thing right right but definitely trying to do my part not to spread this thing and be mindful of more vulnerable populations I'm proud of you what is what, yeah what is what is quarantine life like for you right now
1: well, it's, um, it's interesting because we just got back from California. So we're coming off of the first time to have traveled at all with an infant. Um, I mean, Really? Long-
0: that was the first time?
1: Yeah, the longest car ride that she had been on up until this point was 30 minutes maybe to the pediatrician. And then the next longest car ride was the, the trip to the airport in Atlanta, which was two hours. And then we proceeded to take her on a four, five hour flight and then drive the entire Pacific coast highway of California with her. So part of it is like, it's kind of nice that we're getting back home and we're staying home and we're not having to go anywhere. So it's timed, it's timed really well in that sense. Um, we're enjoying not having to go or be anywhere. I don't I don't think I've, I've, I mean, I haven't been in the car since we got back on Monday. And we've got family in the area, so people make grocery runs and we just send them a list and they pick it up and we get it. So we have literally no reason to leave the house. And we're also, quote, self-quarantining, even from our family, given our proximity to everything going on in California. Felt like... It felt like every, I told you this before the pond, but it felt like every time we went somewhere, the next day it was closing. Uh, Monterey Monterey Bay Aquarium closed the day after we went. Um, Monterey the city closed the day after we left. I mean, they issued a shelter-in-place order on Tuesday and we flew out on Monday. Um, So given, given just how much has happened in California and the fact that we were there, Um, and we've got family that are potentially in more vulnerable, high risk categories, then we're just, we're steering clear, which means, um, which means we're becoming homebodies, which it's not all that bad when you're stuck in the middle of nowhere on a mountain, that's pretty and can roam around the woods, you know, the, what would have been the site of the dad bods draft and combine the, the combine and the draft um which now that we're in these times we can just do that virtually
0: right like which part the draft
1: uh yeah the, the or no the, the combine i mean
0: virtual combine
1: How yeah, so i mean the nfl draft is is going i mean i guess there's what they're they're supposedly still going to have the draft no no public events but does that mean the players still go I don't think so. So they're just going to do it virtually.
0: I believe so.
1: And you would think that they could come up with a virtual solution of the combine, so you'd think that we could too.
0: Well, the combine already happened.
1: Well, I know, I, I know it did, but I just saying, our, our combine for this coming year has not happened and has never happened actually. So if you yeah. think about it, we shouldn't even be having a draft until we have our combine.
0: agree on that. I do. I'm, I'm concerned. I don't know if you've heard about Seth's workout routine at all. Hopefully Seth comes on and and talks about that at some point in time. Uh, But, you know, I, I think there would be some fudging of numbers. I think there would be small amounts of cheating, camera trickery. I'd be concerned for a legitimate combine. I, I have not heard about Seth's
1: workout routine. Tell me, tell me more about this, assuming assuming that he's not going to make it on. But then if he does make it on, I'd actually like to hear the contrast and comparison between your explanation and his explanation.
0: Yeah, so it's a uh, – I don't have too many details. Um, but, yeah, just I saw, saw some things on Instagram – Uh, Got into a short conversation about that, talked about his his workout program, uh, said there's a dry try coming up this month where he might be, you know, putting those physical improvements to the test. So Mm -hmm. it it seems like he's been hitting it pretty hard.
1: You know, that's, that's, you know, while we're on the topic of exercise, uh, that's probably one of the impacts, at least on me. So my... My form of exercise is team sports, so I play soccer um, at least twice a week in either pickup or kind of organized league format. Yeah. And and all of those things are currently on hold slash paused. So my outlet for exercise has gone to to, to nothing, and I hate just like pure exercise. Like I'm going to go exercise. I'm going to go do push ups or run. Or ride a bicycle. Like, all that stuff is terrible to me. Yeah, you got so I'm having to there. figure out how to push through that hatred and embrace something that is not just sitting on my ass and doing nothing at home all day, every day.
0: I feel that. I'm pretty similar. I have forced myself since transitioning to work at home uh, to go outside and walk every day. Mm. Haven't, haven't built up the mental energy to run yet, but... Mm i tried that for the first time
1: yesterday let me tell you it was terrible running it's like torture like why do people do it
0: It's yeah i'm i'm the same way i need to disguise it in the form of competition right i need to chase a ball that
1: someone else is chasing
0: and preferably embarrass and dominate an opponent
1: exactly i mean people at work posted about um the the new york city marathon and the fact that you have to enter a lottery in order to pay a lot of money in order to get a chance at participating in what i consider torture which makes no sense to me
0: i don't get it it's wild it's a it's a scam and a lot of people fall for it every year it, it the biggest myths of our time jamie but you know, these are the types of mysteries we can dig deeper to <laughs> in, in the time of quarantine. So maybe maybe this will bring some attention to it.
1: Speaking of mysteries, one of the only shining lights in the fact that there are no team sports, whether that's local or otherwise, the fact that all sports are on hold right now, the only sports news that we have. Is the NFL offseason news?
0: And it's been a pretty exciting offseason so far, I would say.
1: It has been. What What has been uh, probably the the highlight or the the biggest moment for you in NFL
0: offseason is? It's it's got to be Brady to the Bucks. Mm. I mean, there was kind of this idea that something might happen after the season. Could he go somewhere else? Could he retire? Um, but the fact that it actually happened and Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are no longer a team and Brady is not a Patriot. I, I think that's the biggest story. Yeah. How, what was your, what was your
1: hypothesis going into the off season about what would happen to Tom Brady?
0: I, I really didn't have one. Um, it, if you had asked me at the time, I probably would have said, I I think he ends up back with the Patriots. Um due to a number of reasons, just the history, the fit with the system, and, and that type of thing. Um, would have just expected him to end up back there. But yeah, I, I don't think I was following that one too closely beforehand. But then it happened, and it's wild.
1: It's also wild. So uh, David Johnson, DeAndre Hopkins, Todd Gurley, three of which were first-round draft picks this last year. Well, Todd Gurley was not, right?
0: I want to say he slipped to the second.
1: We maybe, have the data.
0: Maybe even the third.
1: So I, I I definitely know who drafted him, which you should too.
0: Yeah, Matt got him, and I want to say, who was Matt's first draft pick?
1: It would have been, it was Christian McCaffrey.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because Steven went Saquon, and then Matt went McCaffrey.
1: So, actually, he Todd Gurley fell to, oh no, he was the second round pick. He was the, the end of the second round, Yeah. the so 23rd overall pick.
0: It was right there at the turn, that 2-3 mm-hmm. moment in time. But he was a first-round pick the previous year. I mean, 101, right?
1: Yeah. So so Todd Gurley gets cut from the Rams, picked up by the Falcons today. And then David Johnson, who was replaced by none other than my, what, fifth-round pick, who did nothing all season until he was traded to the Cardinals, they was replaced up. by Kenyon Drake, was traded for none other than DeAndre Hopkins, and everyone is questioning Bill O'Brien's coach-slash-GM status. Not that they weren't already.
0: Well, because immediately after that, Stephon Diggs goes to the Bills for...
1: A first-round pick.
0: A Hall of picks. They yes. had, like, four picks come back, including that first-round pick, and the Texans didn't even get one first-round pick.
1: I guess the argument is, so, so Stefan Diggs was traded for picks, but no players, right? I believe so. So the argument would be, if David Johnson somehow comes to the Texans and becomes his old self again, then people might turn around.
0: But... Would you rather have David Johnson on that contract, or would you rather have Todd Gurley for one year, five million, or Melvin Gordon for two years, sixteen million, and you keep DeAndre Hopkins?
1: It's a great point, Jamie. It's a great point. Maybe you should quit your day job and become the GM of the Houston Texans.
0: I'll put some feelers out there. I can
1: move. We're you on the coach track? Didn't we talk talk about this on a pod? what's that just becoming an NFL coach or or a front office manager of some kind
0: I I don't think anybody could take me seriously as a coach but um you know I could do the average white guy fake it till you make it in a in a front office somewhere can you be the money ball guy I, I could pretend to be the money ball guy yeah I would be doing an impersonation of a money ball guy
1: slash an impersonation of Caleb's corner
0: I I would just repeat things that I had heard Caleb say before. And I don't know what they mean, but I can string them together in sentences in a coherent manner.
1: That guy, I miss it. I miss I miss Caleb's corner. It's a segment. We should get him back on here. If only we get invited.
0: I really thought he'd show up tonight. I'm shocked. He gave me assurances.
1: It's such great timing there.
0: Are they on lockdown? Has Sweden been hit? Do we know anything? Do they do they
1: have the virus?
0: They do um it hasn't been like quite as bad, but uh, when I talked to Caleb, their work from home until the middle of April uh hasn't left his neighborhood in like two weeks, that type of thing, and um you know, they had over a thousand cases confirmed at the time, so it's not it's not Italy by any means, but no one is immune they they do have it there.
1: Actually, there are some countries that are immune. Greenland has no confirmed cases. Give it time. Could be there. Uh, Let's see. Papua New Guinea has no confirmed cases. So, you know, could be there.
0: But, I mean, these, these countries have to wait out, like, 18 months to get a vaccine. So... You know, if they're willing to shut down tourism for that long. They could make it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they just shut down the Mexico border. We had a trip planned to Mexico in, in May. That is not going to happen at this point.
0: Yeah. That's a little soon.
1: Yeah. And you probably know this, but Megan has her has her has her wedding plan in Italy in June.
0: Mm, that's a little risky as well. It's it's not gonna happen. I've seen some videos of stuff over there. It's it's hard to watch
1: yeah Yeah. no bueno
0: but yeah I know two people getting married this summer and both of them have kind of like postponed the big party they're going to have a 30 person intimate gathering and then try to have a big party later on
1: when uh, when were their weddings like how far out are they and, and are they pushing it out
0: yeah, so one was towards the end of April, and then I think the other one was early May. And the one couple, I think, pushed pushed back the bigger gathering to, like, September, and then the other ones pushed it back a whole year. A whole year? Yeah, so they'll, they're getting married on the same date, you know, with the, like, 30 people thing, and then next year for, like, their first anniversary, we'll throw a big party. That's crazy.
1: How does Russia only have 253 confirmed cases? I don't believe that.
0: I mean, that's that's kind of the story in America. If you don't test broadly, right. it's, it's not that difficult not to confirm cases. Right. So it, it all comes back to testing.
1: That's the solution. Don't test. You don't have a problem if you don't try and find the problem.
0: You can bury your ha- head in the sand for a while on this one, but you know eventually you can't hide bodies and overrun hospitals so
1: we'll look back we'll look back at this pod one day in a future season and say this was this is a wild time that we were in it's too bad no one else no one else was a part of it
0: no nobody else had any thoughts this I've always said that about our group just there's not a lot of contemplative thinkers you know
1: enough to play fantasy football where literally all you're doing is contemplating hypothetical reality
0: and second guessing starting lineup decisions constantly that that's all i do i i just regret all the touchdowns i leave on my bench
1: you're actually really good at that
0: i i think i was historically good at that this year
1: could you make a living off of that because if, uh, if the rest of the industry goes downhill, then, then you know, you could, be, in, you could be on the lookout for something new. And that, that's a possibility.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, it's like defensive performance. It's highly variable year to year. So, mm. you know, I probably won't be as good at it next year. But I will always have 2019 to look back on and know that I was in the top 1% of Fantasy football players leaving touchdowns on their bench. Most bench points.
1: Jamie Schleicher.
0: Twenty nineteen. Your only your only fantasy victory. <laughs> it was a moral one that nobody wanted. You still got a trophy. A fake one. I'll take Speaking it. Speaking of, did did Matt get his winnings? Have you heard of this? Oh, I have not.
1: Is there a scandal in the midst?
0: There could be. We can start one. Travis. i not beating down Travis's door. Travis isn't here to defend himself. He's in Minnesota. Travis, the commissioner. Where it's probably still winter. In a quarter. Yeah, they're, they're probably snowed in up there. They don't they don't get the virus
1: because it's too cold.
0: And the commissioner still can't come on the pod, even in a the middle of a snowstorm quarantine. Ugh. He's lost.
1: He's lost his commitment. If Trey hadn't, if Trey hadn't muted the dad bods pod league chatter, then he would be the first to call for a replacement.
0: He he would probably throw some shade. Oh, he would. I could
1: see. And, that. Then, and then and then reject and then reject any offer of becoming commissioner himself.
0: Yeah, nobody wants that bad gig. They just no upside.
1: They just want to criticize.
0: Uh do, do you want to hear a minor grievance I have against the commissioner? I would love to hear it. So it's you know it it's petty. I'll I'll acknowledge that right off the bat. But you know, just a hypothetical situation, you're you're in a fantasy football league with some guys and two of these guys just happen to live together, right? Yep. And you are you are admittedly better friends with one of those guys. You know, you're in Bible study together, small group. You talk more often, that type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Understandable. This is life. If you send a Christmas card to that house, Ooh. Would, would you address that card to both people? Or would you, do, would you just do the one that, you know, you're quote-unquote better friends with?
1: Depends on... Who is the actor in this Christmas card process? Is it it... the nameless wife? Right. Or the man behind the man, the commissioner? Yeah. But that's a cop out because he should be on top of that as the commissioner. He has literally 11 people that he is responsible for in his life, and they're all a part of this league.
0: Yeah, it, I'm. I'm just gonna say it felt a little personal, you know. That that cuts deep. It 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 just felt like a conscious decision, of, you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna leave a name off here, just so that there's no expectation of Christmas cards in the future. But and speaking of, let me let me ask you,
1: Jamie. Um, y'all received a Christmas card from er, er, the Robbins family, right? I believe so. And, and who was on? Who was who was that addressed to?
0: Oh, it was both of us. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Every everybody else, we didn't get a Christmas card from everyone in the league, but everybody else in the league who did send one to this house, they addressed it to both. Mm. Which, you know, courteous move.
1: And who else was in a Bible study with Matt McNichol?
0: Uh, you know, there have been different variations over over time, but. I, I think you were. That's right. That's right. Former former league member Russ Leary, I believe, was also in one. Caleb Fleming. That's correct. There, there have been a handful of people over time.
1: I'm, I'm just saying, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of things about the situation
0: that are comparable, but there's a
1: different outcome. I think we should put the commissioner on trial.
0: That's true. I mean. We played on a soccer team together, so hmm, that's true. We're probably better friends than you and Matt now. I I, I would say that. Matt Matt played off and on
1: in that team,
0: ish. There There's some pettiness and hurt feelings over that situation too. I don't know. Oh if man, guys, let's unpack that. Tell me about I, that. I don't I don't know if you guys have ever resolved that one, but uh, the year the year that I was invited, Matt was not, and you know. He's expressed on multiple occasions. What's up with that? I thought mm. we were friends, Zach. And I was like, you guys should talk that out. On the podcast. pretty sure that that's Megan's fault, not my fault. You know, people people can point fingers. I'd, I've tried to stay out of that one, but
1: you just put yourself of, right in the middle of it.
0: I mean, on the point of petty grievances, it was it was appropriate.
1: Mm. That's true. It's a great point. You it's just call so it a petty bad. grievance. It's
0: it, was, it was the natural place to take the conversation.
1: So we've covered we've covered NFL offseason. We've covered COVID nineteen quarantine. Our league's lackluster participation.
0: Yeah, I think I've called out just about everyone in the league at this point in time. So. You
1: haven't talked about Sumner.
0: Sumner is a champion, um, our chief resident. I can only imagine what he's gearing up for and what life is like for him right now. So do you want to say that I am in no way putting Sumner on blast and yeah, our, our prayers are definitely with him. Yeah, this, this should be dedicated
1: to him for sure.
0: Are,
1: are there confirmed cases in Charlottesville? Uh,
0: we have at least one. Okay. And I saw something come out today about, um, you know, testing that they had developed at UVA. So mm. I think that'll start to roll out more. Um, but as far as I know, they haven't been testing too widely mm. in the city yet. Um, and I, I think it's just that one confirmed case so far. But would expect that to increase in coming days.
1: Hmm. Godspeed, Sumner.
0: Well, I think at this point, uh Seth is uh, Seth is a no show. Unbelievable.
1: He's now on our shit list.
0: I I feel like I ranted before. I feel like you need to rant about Seth not being here.
1: So Seth, let me talk to you about Seth. Seth talks a big game. AKA he talks a lot in the group me. And here it is, push comes to shove and he's using the time change, literally something that everyone else has dealt with, as an excuse to not be here. Seth, there's no church. There's nothing for you to prepare for. Where are you? You're quarantined. You're at home. I know you're probably taking care of your family, but we are your family. And we should probably be the priority in your life. I'm disappointed in you. That's all I have to say.
0: Well said. Well said. I think he's doing like daily devotionals. Should I try to pull up one of those so we can hear Seth's voice on this podcast? That'd be great. Hi, everybody.
1: Welcome back. My name is Seth whistle I am the interim pastor of Ringtown Congregational United Church of Christ in Tucson, Arizona. This YouTube channel is one of several platforms and experiments we're working with to stay connected during this unprecedented uh, pandemic that is impacting all of us. We hope it's a good score. Can I just pause here and say that this is a YouTube video and in the background is a movie poster of the movie Sideways which I love that that's the background of what's happening right now. It's of connection and breath and prayer and maybe some random stuff coming later. uh, For all of you, whether you are a member or friend of Rincon or finding us from around the internet, uh, welcome. Uh, We posted a welcome video that says a little bit more about who we are that you can find on this YouTube channel. And you can also stay connected with us at Facebook.com slash RingConCongregationalUCC. Love that. All right. Thanks, Seth. I'm not going to play the whole 17 minutes, but it is great to see and hear from Seth, even if it's not on this pod.
0: Same. Glad we could get him on the pod in some, <laughs> some some fashion. I didn't get I didn't get a classic
1: Seth, uh, Seth laugh though I don't know if it's in anywhere in that devotional, but um, maybe that's an excuse to get it back on just to hear that laugh that I can edit out of the podcast using my sound equipment.
0: But yeah you know as uh, as things develop and we get deeper into quarantine, you know maybe maybe people come on maybe more spontaneous pods will happen. The sadder their lives get,
1: the more they will sink to what we have decided to do, Jamie.
0: Yeah, that we've just embraced on the front end, not out of despair. Own it. Own it. That's what we're doing. We're owning it. Something like that. <laughs> All right, you want to play us out? Yeah, you want you want me to, me to hit the classic ending, or do you want to do it? I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Why not? I want you to do it.
1: Because... I'm so disappointed in everyone that's not here. So, you know what? Go fall in a well. Go fall in a well.